Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new week of the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Tom Joustra, and I will be your host for the week. And my guest uh, this week, uh, all week long, in fact, is Mr. Earl Tiemann. Hi, everyone. Hello, and welcome. And um, thank you again, Earl, for saying yes to me a couple weeks ago when absolutely, I asked. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I Glad really to do appreciate it. that. Somebody was willing to be on the other end of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, now, Earl, you've been around Victory Point for a long time. Right, that's true. Um, but in case people don't know who you are, could you just take a few moments to introduce who in the world is Earl Team? And sure. give, give our listeners a little a little insight. Can I just say I'm thankful that there are probably people who don't know who I am because oh, that you're means okay. sure because that means God's bringing new people here, right? All right, which is awesome. We don't want to just be a closed community. No, we we want to be an open community. Yes. So yeah. So yeah, my name is Earl, and uh, my wife and I have been married for 39 years now. Uh, we have two children, two adult children, uh, Jason and Emily, and they both live locally, so we get to see them quite a bit, which is great. Uh, I work here at Victory Point. Uh, I'm the operations manager, so I mostly do behind-the-scenes types of things, um, finances, building systems, that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. Hobbies. I could talk about that. Um, Deb you, and I, you shared a cool one with me the other day, which I hope you mentioned pretty soon. Um, sure. Okay. Um, sure. It's now well, I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to mention at first that cause I was thinking about my wife. Oh, sure. Um, we travel, we like, we enjoy traveling. So, um, we've been blessed to be able to go to quite a few places. And you've been, you've been in Europe. I've uh, been to Europe. Yes. yes. And I lived in Europe for a while actually. So That's right. when I was younger, so yes, you yeah. Did. So I've, been all through Western Europe. And, okay. Yeah. And we've gone on some cruises. So fun. Yeah. Been loads of fun to see yes. other parts of the world. Um, yeah. So what you were referring to was um, I have kind of an obscure hobby that I um, started getting into again during the pandemic. Um, and it's called astrophotography. Astrophotography. Yes. So there's just this amazing part of the universe that we don't really usually get to see because it's too dim or because of city lights or whatever. And so I take pictures of like planets and galaxies and stuff like that. And it's just kind of fun hunting for those things. I was thinking about it as I was thinking about this podcast today. And, you know, you had mentioned, well, maybe talk about some hobbies. And I was thinking, you know, there's guys that like go up in tree stands and hunt for deer, right? right? right. And they're just waiting for this obscure thing to maybe show up and yeah, wait for yeah. hours. And, and then there's people who throw like a fishing line into a dark pond and they can't tell if there's anything that they're, they're going to get a nibble or not right and are and, you not either of those two no i actually feel similar oh, to that okay because i'm tossing out this this i'm looking for for my uh, camera to be able to grab this obscure image of something that's hidden in the darkness right of space and yeah right. and so it's it's about the hunt Hmm. And it's fun. So it's just, it's a little obscure, but it's it's fun and I've enjoyed it. And it's just been a, a neat way to see a, a part of God's design of the universe that we don't usually get right. to see. And for you listeners, um, Earl shared with me some of his pictures that he took through his camera slash telescope, right? Right. And they're amazing. I mean, you see these other galaxies out there and you see these... I don't know, nebula, yeah, nebula, right. which is like clouds. That's okay. like Latin for clouds. Yeah. Yeah. But 
They are amazing. In fact, he has some hanging up in his office here at church. Um, if you ever want to yeah. do a, a little field trip, I'm sure, sure I'm sure Earl will take you on a little field trip. <laughs> these, these pictures are amazing, and, and like you said, I mean, this, this is God's creation. It right? is right that we don't get to see with our normal eyes. No, and what's cool is in in the last decade or so, the technology has gotten so good that now we're able to see these things. I mean, you know. Big observatories could have seen these right. decades ago, but the average guy or right. girl couldn't see them. Oh. But now we can, and it's just amazing. I just feel blessed to be able to see that. Cool, be involved with that's it. a cool. That's a. I don't know anybody else who has that hobby. That's that's great. That's fun. And yeah, like you said, you get to see things that the typical person doesn't get to see. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yay! I, I don't get to eat anything like you know the fishermen oh. or the. But <laughs> starburst. Oh, there. you can eat Starburst <laughs> while you're doing there it. There you go. It's perfect. Milky Way bars. Milky Way, right. That's great. Oh, Thanks, Tom. All right. <laughs> Anytime, Earl. Okay. <laughs> but now, Earl, another reason I've called you here, um, besides talking about um, some passages from the book of John, is um, my, my trivia question. Yes, of right. course. You're famous for your trivia right. question. Now, kids at school will sometimes call me Mr. J, okay, which is short for Mr. Joustra. Has anyone ever called you Mr. T? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there is another famous guy named Mr. T. Yes. Okay. Well, t- this week you're going to be quizzed on Mr. T. Oh, sweet. The guy from the A-team. From the A- Yes, the A-team. I think he was on Rocky, Rocky 3 or something. I think he was oh, Rocky's opponent. Right. You're right. Something on Rocky I 3. forgot all about that. So, Mr. Yeah. T. Yeah. So, there's two questions per day, um, 10 altogether. Your goal is to try to get seven of them correct. Got it. Okay. And I got they're, tr- they're multiple choice. Okay. So, you have it's one of the three answers. Okay. Right? So number one here, Earl. So Mr. T um, was almost a professional blank. He was almost a professional dancer, a professional football player, a professional NASCAR driver. He was almost this <laughs> before he became an actor. Oh, boy. Um, one more dancer, time. Dancer, football player, or NASCAR driver? Well, sometimes it's best to go with the obscure. So I'm going to say dancer. Was not a oh, dancer. You should have gone with the obvious one on that one. <laughs> football. He was. He was almost a football player. Yeah, that was. He a, did try out. I forget which team he tried out for, but um, didn't make it. Okay, so that was the dead giveaway. But you know I, know, I had to go off on a limb. I know. Anyway, so you're zero for one right now. Okay, great. And number two, um, Mr. T was a blank before becoming an actor. Okay, um, he was a bouncer. He was a football referee. He was a pastor before he became an actor. Bouncer, football referee, pastor. I'll go with bouncer. He was a bouncer, Earl. Yes. So you are one for two on your Mr. T trivia. Thanks, Mr. J. Well done. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) Now on to much better things, the book of John. And so, yeah, we have started a couple weeks ago um, our march through the book of John. And this will take us through, I believe, the end of our calendar year. And so we are currently up to John 3, verses 16 to 21, a very, very familiar passage that many of us know, at least the first part of it. Sure. Um, But the last part is very familiar, too, that you hear read um, along with these uh, other famous verses. So I'm going to read John 3, 16 through 21, and then Earl and I will just have a little conversation about what the Lord um, kind of made stand out for each one of us. So here we go, John 3, 16 through 21. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. 
But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that they may be seen so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So Earl, I mean we've heard especially verses 6, 16 to 17 we've heard those Sure, a, lo- a lot. Okay. Um, so, did the Lord like remind you of anything, or did the Lord like make something new jump out at you? Um, I don't know. What do you, you got? Yeah, I think I saw something. Um, something that was a little fresh for me. Okay. I mean, the first thing that I thought of as I read this was right in the beginning. He says, "You know, so love the world." I think we sometimes see God as occasionally, anyway, as like a judging God or a God of fear, uh, a God to fear, um, or maybe. You know, he doesn't realize what we're going through. Um, but here's this incredibly famous Bible passage, right? And it's not just about fear or judging, but it's about love. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, I think we need to be reminded sometimes. And this passage, because it's so famous, reminds us, if we would just remind ourselves of the passage, that it's about love. Right. Yeah. Because um, I'd circled that as well, okay? I, I circled loved, yeah. okay, as a reminder that that's what God does or what he did, yep. okay? Gave, that, that's what he did out because of the love, right? Yes. I often think of like, um, I know in Reformed circles, we talk about like creation, fall, and redemption, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, when God created the world originally, I mean, everything was perfect, right? Right. Not a tear, um, no hatred, no broken bones, no death. I mean, it was a, it was a perfect, perfect right. world. But then sin comes in, right? the fall and everybody everything's wrecked okay people are wrecked the weather is wrecked the earth creation everything is wrecked okay but god out of his love decided he didn't want it to stay that way right right because our consequence because of being broken is that we should have eternal separation from god forever yeah but god's like no i love my world Mm -hmm. right and um i'm gonna give my one and only son yeah. Um, I, I, I actually had written down the word waymaker. We sing a song sometimes in church about, you know, you are, and one of the words is waymaker. Yeah. Um, he wanted to make a way because of his love for us um, that we wouldn't have to be separated from him right. forever. Right. And I just love that part of, about God, right? Yeah. He's, he's, that, he's that God of love. Um, and like you said, there are, there are people who don't see him that way. They see him as this, like, stern, judgmental. Yeah dad yeah you know like he's out there looking for things for people to do wrong yeah you know but sure uh, but that's not, that's not how he reveals himself in his word he reveals himself as a god of love yeah so and and also just the word only gets me because you know oh, he's yeah. one and only son yep so it's like if that word wasn't in there it it makes the whole sentence different hmm so it's like he's not giving away, and this might sound odd, but it's not like he's giving away one of his sons. Right. He's giving away his only son. Right. Which feels more, I don't know, deeper, more more broad. Yeah. It's, it's got more depth. Now, I, I mean, I, of course, have four children. You have two children. Yep. Um, but I can imagine if you are the parent of just one child that your love— 
and your life just gets poured into that one yes. child. And so the fact that he gave up his one and only son, like you said, that's like, ooh, that's like another right. level. It's not like he had three or four other ones. Right, <laughs> right, and, right. But, and, and, and like in, in our human world, you know, it, it's hard to imagine even contemplating to say, well, you know, a person who loses one out of their four children would be any less devastating oh, than correct. obviously a person who had only one child. Right. But it's still, there's something subtle here about yeah. adding the word only. Yeah. And it's hard to, to grab onto it, but it adds something to that. Right. Totally agree. Um, something else I had um, circled um, is, is more about us instead of God, because we've been talking about like yep. God, okay? And, and, and he's a God of love. And in verse 19, it says, people loved darkness. And don't we all? <laughs> you know, before Jesus comes into our life, you know, before we realize what Jesus has done for us, we just love darkness. We just are people that are are, are, are self-centered right. and we just like do anything we can for our own pleasure and, yeah. and, to, and anything, you know, me, 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 me. Um, that's who we are. We're people of darkness unless, right? And, you know, then, then um, you know, um, John talks about the light, yeah. you know, how the light comes into the world. And, you know, unless the light comes in, we are people of darkness right but when jesus comes in and we believe right and that's those words are used up in verse 16 and 17 right uh that whoever believes in him you know that just that just gets us out of that yeah darkness yeah that's good and um i was reading um a, a commentator um talking about john three sixteen, and basically you know once we choose to believe it's sort of like we like I don't, I don't like to use the word fate, but it's almost like this is what this guy was saying, this commentator, that it's like almost like we're putting our fate in the hands of Jesus. Like, okay, what he did on the cross is sufficient, okay, and I'm going to believe that that was sufficient, and I sure. can look forward to the new creation someday where I'm not going to be separated forever from God the Father. And, um, yeah, it's like, we're, it's like we're, we're placing our fate in the hands of Jesus going, you know what, Jesus, I believe you did that for me, and yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that day someday when we can have perfect right relationship with our with our heavenly father yeah that'd be so, awesome so as we wrap up here for this monday um early any, any like any nuggets we can leave i know you mentioned god's love right that's a nugget we can kind of cling to as we go into our monday here anything else that we could leave with our listeners today how about light overcomes evil oh there we go overcomes darkness so let's focus today on this monday that 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 God is a God of love. Mm -hmm. He's a father that loves us. Um, and the fact that the light that Jesus brought into the world does overcome the evil. That's kind of what you were saying, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, listeners, thanks for uh, joining us on this Monday. And um, we're going to continue this passage tomorrow because Jesus is not done talking. Okay, he's going to continue um, talking here. And John is going to continue talking here. Um, and so, yeah, blessings on your Monday. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.